This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This is Why You're Single Podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is helping friends through a breakup. Yes. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news, what you should know about female condoms, and how you should respond if your ex texts you. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including a listener who isn't sure she should be dating if she's not over her ex. But first, Angela, just you and I this week, what's going on? Um, I'm so excited to talk to you this week because I have a a big story. I've mentioned before on the podcast, I don't know if you remember, that I saw an astrologer once back in college. Um, back in college. And they told me that I was um, Munglanese. I think we talked about this yes. on the Nikki Nomo episode. Uh, they were like, oh, you're Munglanese based on, like, when you see an astrologer. I don't astrologer. know what that means. So neither did I. I will explain. Like, well, first of all, background, when you go to an astrologer, if you don't know, you have to give them, like, the day you were born and the exact time of your birth. And then all the predictions that they make are based on like the exact time, the exact day. Right. Um, so he was like, Oh, you're a Munglanese. And that means that like, it's going to be very hard for you to meet somebody like that. Thanks. Yeah. And this is, I was like, I don't know, eight, 17, 18 years old. And I was like, fuck. Um, but so, and like he, I went with my friend, it was like her family astrologer. Um, and I was like, what does Munglanese mean when we left? And she was like, I have no idea. That's, nothing in our language uh of course people have family astrologers i know i know but so this is now many many years later okay like a decade later or something uh and we were at the bar the other night and i was like remember that guy told me i was Munglanese, and i still don't know what that means i've been googling it for years and like i don't know it worked out i met ian so she was like let's get to the bottom of this she started texting her mom and her aunts and all these people and they finally figured out what it was Apparently, we misheard him. It's something called Mangala Dosha. Um, Very different. a Hindu superstition that's prevalent in India. And basically, what it comes down to is, according to the superstition, the marriage between a Munglik, which is me, and a non-Munglik is disastrous. Is Ian a Munglik? I don't know. but Well, that's what you need to find so out. So we need to send him to an astrologer. But the alternative route... I'm sure you could just plug it in on some internet website and find out if he's a munglek no we need to find bima the astrologer from jackson heights who is no longer the family astrologer of my friend's family so it's oh, no. awkward but so we have an alternative solution um according to this page i found on mangaladosh it says people who believe in this su- superstition think that a munglek bride will cause her husband's early death to prevent this disaster the bride must be married to a tree, such as a banana or a peepal, an animal or an intimate object or inanimate object before the marriage. Great. So, so do you want me to marry you to this banana? Well, I figure so I'm having my, our friend marry us anyway, so he's gonna be like ordained by the universal church life or whatever. I think before the wedding I'm just gonna be like, Hey, marry me to this tree and just just to be safe and I'll marry a tree and then we're good and then Ian will live a Fabulous. long, healthy life. I will I'll be I'm I'm more than happy to still be a bridesmaid at both your marriage to a tree. Your I'll stand by you as you mourn your divorce to the tree, and then I will stand with you when you marry Ian. I do expect double the presence at both ceremonies. Absolutely. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you for your support. Plant food. 
plant, but ah, well, it'll need it because I think that the death is like transferred to the tree, and then the tree dies. Oh God, we'll see. It will be really creepy to watch and see if the tree dies, and then it will have worked. I, I don't even know what to say. I know. I mean, I mean what, is, the, what had, is there to say? When we had Nikki Novo on that podcast, you you were buying it. I yeah, I ate it up. A you little thought bit. she was talking to our our, uh, our grandma, even though no nobody heard this. But like after the podcast, Nikki Novo was like, we were like, we both want to talk to our grandmas. We loved our grandmas, and she was like, I see somebody religious, and we're both like, nope, not our grandma. <laughs> I see someone like very like vulgar that like kind of talks. We're like, nope. And then she named like 10 things. And then finally, Angela was like, I don't know. Like, she was like, uh, I see someone that likes food. And <laughs> I like, know. I mean, yeah, we're human. We needed to survive. It was crazy. And then Angela was like, came out of it. I was like, I got to go. And then she finished with Angela. And Angela came out. She's like, can you believe how amazing that was? And I was like, what is wrong with you? It's so funny, though, because like I get like so like wrapped under the spell and then I of leave and I'm immediate. But then I'm immediately like shaken out of it. And I'm like, oh, you're right. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's so funny because you're you're such a I am, skeptic. Yeah, I'm a cynic and a skeptic. Yeah. But I, and think, I don't get it. I just I think when it comes to people's like families, uh, like it's just hard for me to wrap my idea around somebody like lying about. That, yeah, which like I don't fucking think that with she, your dead grandma. I don't think that that's what she was doing. I Do you think, think she, she really believed that she was channeling your channeling your grandma? I, I just know, I'm not fully certain. She said that she had a vision of my grandma eating an ice cream cone with Ian, which was lovely. I was like, they would do that. They both love ice cream, so like I want to believe. Yeah, so with like 99 of people, right? Um, I mean, who doesn't love an, ice cream? Anybody that's like not lactose intolerant would <laughs> would do that. And I'm lactose intolerant, and I still eat ice cream, so. Yeah. 99.9. Um, but anyway, very exciting development in my wedding planning. I'm going to marry a tree. I'm excited. I'm excited to be a bridesmaid in your tree wedding. Thank you for your support. What's going on in your week? Well, I've mostly just been, uh, you know, doing some writing and hanging out with my baby. And I want to get your opinion on this. Everywhere I go, people have like opinions about me and my baby. So anyway, so I took him to a museum the other day. And I'm eating dinner in the museum cafe with a friend. And, like, you know, Rilo's very active now. And I'm, like, holding him and playing with him, like, trying to eat my salad. And we're having fun. And this, like, guy comes up to me as we're, like, as I pay the bill and I'm checking out. And he goes, he, like, kind of, like, looks me deep in the eyes. He goes, I just want to tell you that your interaction with your son was beautiful. And it was beautiful to watch. And straight from the heart. And I was, like, Thank and I you. look at him and I go, Thank you. And I walked away and I was really annoyed, like almost as annoyed as I would be as if he had told me, like tried to correct me about something with my parenting. Because in my mind, I'm like, cool. I know you're trying to like do something to make me feel good and you're being nice. But what you still told me was I was watching your parenting while you were just having lunch and I was judging it. And you, my assessment is that I approve and my assessment is that like I was watching you for like the last hour at lunch and because they were like sitting there for like at the same time they sat down around when we did yep. and like um, and then 
and then we got up like before them and it's like I was watching you I was observing you and my assessment is is that like you're a beautiful mom you're great blah 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 but like what if it had been not a good assessment well I think that's what's annoying about it is the implication is this guy probably like judges a lot of other moms yeah and and that there's a judgment lacking somehow yeah and that it's your and that it's like it's your duty to like tell me I'm a good mom or a bad mom I'm like I didn't fucking ask for your opinion and like I don't need your judgment and like I get this a lot you know, like, oh my God, you're, you look like such a, like, people will, you know, give compliments and like the compliments bug me just as much as like, as like some babysitter or nanny or somebody like trying to correct me, you know, or tell me right. like, Laura, you need to do this. Laura, you need to do this. It's like, you know what? I don't know. Like if I'm asking for somebody's advice, that's one thing. And I ask for a lot of advice because I'm a first time mom and I definitely don't know everything I'm doing and I'm just doing my best every day. I try my best, but like this this like judgment and I don't know I'm just curious to know like do you think I'm overreacting I was very nice to the gentleman because he was like an older guy and I get that his intention right. was just to say something sweet so I was like thank you yeah no have need a- to be yeah like have a great day sir like enjoy the museum but like I was like really bothered I'm like why when I go to like why are you judging my parenting and like telling me you approve am I overreacting I think that it's like um a scenario by scenario thing and I can see how like an older man approaching you it can it just has like this like vibe of condescension kind of so like I don't think you're wrong there I don't think I mean me as like a childless person it makes me think about my interactions with people and like I don't ever want to be unintentionally insulting but I also feel like if I was like I love the way you are with Rilo it's so cute you're such a good mom it has just a different connotation yeah that would be nice but yeah I do even get like on like Instagram people like or maybe not Instagram as much, but yeah, people will just like, I do a lot of things with Rilo. We go to museums. We're always out and about. I don't let it really like, you know, stop me from doing things. And I want to show him the world and show him my world. So, and people are like, Oh my God, like, yeah, what's a phrase? Oh my God. People said this one phrase to me all the time when I first had him, they said like motherhood really suits you. And I didn't know. I was like, and that actually came from a lot of people that were like close to me. They were mm-hmm. like, motherhood really suits you. I was like, and in my head, I'm like, I mean, me, I'm, I, thanks. I, I know that, I don't know what that means. I don't know, like, how does it suit me? What if it didn't suit me? What would that <laughs> look like? I feel like I was still my, my, myself before being a mother. I'm just like a different version of myself. Like motherhood suits me. Like, am I like a frumpy mom now? Am I like, like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't, I don't know. I like maybe overthink things too much, but I think it's like, you're good at this. Like you, you like not everybody like is as good at it as quickly, but you like took to it yeah, but I could you see yeah, how because you see like the curated version like right like the whole ride home from the museum he was crying and I was and I like don't really do screens I don't do like I try not to show him screens I don't show him TVs he's yeah. only nine months you don't really supposed to do it till they're like two I guess supposedly because of brain development whatever I don't judge people that do screens but I was like in the whole car ride playing baby shark on my phone on repeat for and 40 minutes on the drive home while he's screaming that and, shit like, works right that shit totally works. And I like anytime I'd go to rewind it, he would start screaming again. Oh, I'd be like, I'd be like, Rilo, my love. I'm just rewinding. Ba- I'm just like starting Baby Shark over on YouTube. Just like literally half a second, honey. I love you. And and like, I but people your, aren't. Your driver loved it. Yeah, I know. He was Poor like, guy. No, he was actually really nice. Baby Shark all day after that. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. Thank you for your patience. He's like, it's okay. My mom like raised twins. So Aww. like, just imagine like two babies crying. I was like, thank you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You don't think I'm like, am I taking like 
positive. I mean, maybe I'm being an asshole. People are I, saying nice things to me and I'm like, fuck you. I think it's like case by case, like I said. Like I, I, I do think that most of the time people have good intentions and they're complimenting you and just take it as a compliment. But I like in certain scenarios, it's okay to be a little bit like, what do you mean by that? I mean, don't get me like, like wrong. I, I also was like very flattered, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, of like, course. Like I, I go back and forth between being really flattered and being like, oh, like, okay. So I went and had, I brought Rilo to this, um, this, this restaurant called Mole the other day. And I was sitting outside having like a sangria and tacos and like playing with Rilo and uh and there were these like these two gay guys and this girl that were sitting next to me and they were like oh my god you are mother goddess you are <laughs> fabulous with your baby and i had sam with and your dog and like your mother got we love you and your ysl shoes like this is but all see, yeah mother goddess working for me and i was obsessed with them right and, like, you fully love that I right fully love yeah i and like them i loved and i like and the waiter came to give me the food took a long time so he came and brought me a second sangria and i was like sorry i can only you know and I didn't want I, – I accepted it, but I was like, oh, I can only have one glass because I have to breastfeed him later. So I went and, like, gave it to them, and they were like, nice. oh, my God, like, we love you even more. They, they were, like, putting on the praise, and I could, like, eat them up. I right. was just like, I want to hang out with you guys the rest <laughs> of the night. I love you. Um, but but then, like, this old guy, like, the way he said it felt like some, like, approval. And, like, for yeah. them, it just felt, like, out of, like, love and, like, admiration for me, like, juggling it all you know and trying still to enjoy a little like sangria on like a nice sunny day you know yeah it's all about your delivery and I will say what you were saying about like advice like asking for it versus people just giving it uh ties in very well with our theme this week of helping friends through breakups all right well that's a good note I guess for us to move on so we are going to to take a quick sponsor break but then we're going to jump into what's in the news We would like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that makes it easy to get vitamins, protein powders, and more personalized just for you and delivered straight to your door. I love Care Of because I'm traveling a lot. I want to keep it easy. It comes, all the vitamins that are just for me come in like these little daily packets and I love it. I just throw them in my suitcase. It's amazing. And, you know, it's convenient. And then also I've took their little online quiz to find out what I need to take. I take probiotics. I take some fish oil. I take calcium. I forget what else is in my pack, but but it's in there and I know it's in there that's, and that gives me a big relief. That's the nice thing is you don't have to think about it. Like Care Of does the work for you and then you're just like, okay, I'm doing the right thing for my body. Exactly. So yeah, you take their fun online quiz. It asks you about your diet, your health goals and your lifestyle choices. It only takes five minutes to find out your personal scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders and more. Um, Care Of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packs along with protein and more. It's all customized to your recommendations, so you're only taking what you really need and nothing else. Care Of also now offers protein powders that are available in individual packets for on-the-go and tubs, all personalized to your fitness goals and dietary preferences. It's amazing. So I don't know, maybe summer's coming, you're going to like start working out more. Although I hate, you know, I hate like the whole like summer body thing. Like, no, just be healthy. I know. Like maybe you're just like in the mood to like go to the gym and feel better about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe you're working out more because like it's the sun is out and you're like, oh, I want to go for a run now because I didn't want to when it was winter because, you know, because it's cold because it's cold. Yeah. Screw the whole summer body thing. But you know what I mean? If you're in a healthy mood and you... 
and you need your protein powders, now you have an option. For 50% off your first Care-of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter our code ThisIsY50. Uh, That's TakeCareOf.com and use our promo code ThisIsY50 and you're going to get 50% off your first Care-of order. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about this week? Okay, so I I saw this headline on Cosmo and I had to stop and read it because Wait, where did you see it? On Cosmo. Sexy. That's the one. I we haven't been doing very many Cosmo. Sexy. So we have to get our sexies in where we can. Yeah, we haven't been doing many of those articles in a while, so I'm glad you found uh, an a uh, Cosmo Sexy. article article for us. Yeah, we're we're back on our bullshit. So <laughs> Karina Heisch is writing about 12 things that you should know about female condoms. And I was like, you know what? I don't even know one thing about female condoms. So I'm going to click on this article. Uh, and they said, female condoms, also called internal condoms, are like their male counterparts and that their barrier methods of STIs and pregnancy protection. Uh, however, the similarities end there. For instance, female condoms are much larger than male ones and they go inside your vagina or anus um, as opposed to being fitted on a penis. So a couple other things. won't read all 12. Wait, they go in your butt? Well, if you're going to have anal sex, it's like basically... It's like, how does that stop you from (laughs) getting pregnant? (laughs) Let's be very clear. If you put it up your butt, you can still get pregnant. Uh, But it's, yeah, it's like the inverse of a male condom. It's like... Okay, got it. Yeah, instead of going over the penis, it, just, it, it goes it in just, the hole. It protects from STI from butt sex. Got it, got it. Got exactly. It. So if you're a gay couple or if you're a heterosexual couple having anal sex, you can use an internal condom. Okay, got it. Um, so a few things to know about female condoms. Um, there's only one brand of female condom available in the United States. And the only brand of female condom available is non-latex. Um, which means that that affects the kind of lube that you can use with it, which is fun if you're really into. Um, yeah, people don't know enough about this of like lube you can use with like latex things. Like I still don't. I'm still confused with my sex toys. Like, am I allowed to use this lube with the sex toy because it's silicone? Like I, I need to look into all this. Yes. So basically with the female condom, the female condom is called FC2 and it's made of nitrate non-latex um, and there's a silicone-based lubricant that's added to the inside and the outside of the condom, but no spermicidal additives are added to it. So I don't know. You can use it's silicone-based as opposed to what is the other one? Water-based? Yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, point number three. You can use both water and silicone-based lube with it. Um, right. Yeah. One major difference between female condoms and male condoms is that there are two rings. Basically, the there's an inner ring that is flexible and meant to help with insertion and holding the condom in place. And then there's an outer ring that covers the area around the opening of the vagina. Um, I, would you like, so far, we're, we're halfway through our list. Would you use a female condom, do you think? Or, you're into, um, or, or stick with what you know with the male condom? I would try it. I would try it once and see how it feels, see how it works, see if it's complicated. You know, you don't ever want to put these in wrong because you want them to work effectively. Right. But um, yeah, I would try it. Yeah. I, f- I feel the same way. And like, oh, wait, read number five. This might maybe not. So you must hold the condom in place during insertion. You got to make sure you do it right. It says 
To insert a female condom, you push the sides of the inner ring together so that both ends touch. Oh, I thought it was... And then you insert... I know. You don't have to hold it the whole time. Oh, okay, okay. That would be uncomfortable. All right, got it. Um, Yeah, I feel like um, this is good. Like, if you're the kind of person who, like, you're like, I don't want to give you too much power as the man. Like, if you don't have condoms on you and you don't want to put a condom on, I mean, you shouldn't be having sex with a person that's like, I'm not going to put a condom on. But if you're really, like... You're, you know, you're not doing your thing. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to stick this in my vagina. Um, you can actually, it says you can put them in up to eight hours before sex. So like. You can just have it in. In the morning, you can like stick your female vagina, or your female, <laughs> you can stick your female condom in your female vagina <laughs> and then just have like kind have of what feels good. like spontaneous sex and it feels a little more organic. Well, this actually why is, is why I would not use it. So it's only 79% effective at preventing pregnancy. And I do not like those B minus odds. I, yeah. Hail to the no. So a little more background now on that. It does say internal condoms, according to Planned Parenthood, are 95% effective at preventing pregnancy if used perfectly every single time. But it's almost but impossible. that's impossible to do. Yeah, no. So 79% effective compared to male condoms, which are 85% effective. I can't so, believe yeah. they're only 85% effective. I always, I thought, why did I always think of things were like 99% effective? I think it's the same thing. I think it's 85%, but like 95 if you're doing it exactly right. Is that true? I'm assuming. I mean, let me see. How effective are condoms? We don't want to give people these bad information okay if you use condoms perfectly this is Planned Parenthood every single time you have sex they are 98% effective at preventing pregnancy but people aren't perfect so in real life condoms are about 85% effective there we go that means about 15 out of 100 people who use condoms as their only birth control method will get pregnant each year wait say that statistic again so 15 out of 100 people don't do it right 15 out of 100 so you'll get pregnant uh, yeah, so be careful. Yeah, be careful out there. Be careful, but know that this is another option. This is an option. I, I maybe you want to double up because that's always what I like to do. <laughs> no, you mean double up? Use female and male. Well, no, that might be too much. No, they, like double they would up, rub together. Double up your birth control. Like oh like, yes, yes. Like birth do not control. Double your condoms. Maybe but definitely. Maybe you do birth control and you use this. I think that that is the best, safest method. Uh, What are you reading about? So I was reading Elite Daily. This is an article by Hannah Schneider. Said, should you respond if your ex texts you? An expert weighs in. So I wanted to read this and get your opinion, Angela, on if you agree with this. Okay. So they write, a text from an ex you still care about may send you into a serious session of overthinking and wondering what it means. Do they want to get back together? Did they realize it was a mistake? So here are some, some questions and some answers. So this is... They interviewed Dr. Joy Hardin-Bradford, who's a licensed psychologist and author of Questions That Need Answers After the Breakup. So this is good for our theme this week. Yeah. So first, process how you're feeling. Obviously, you want to like know how you feel. And then she says, this is funny, she says, Con- consult your friends, family, or a therapist. Uh, but Same thing. Yeah, but which they, they all might get very different advice. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know how I feel about that. Also... Dr. Bradford, you're, you're the therapist. You're supposed to tell us what to think. Well, we can't all go to Dr. Bradford. No. Um, manage your expectations. So they also interviewed somebody somebody else, Trina Lickie, who's a breakup expert. Um, I didn't know there were breakup <laughs> experts, but apparently there are. Make sure your expectations are minimal in responding. Many times exes just text to test whether they still have access to you. And uh, I would say that that's true. Would you, would you agree with that? I would agree. Um, 
that's why sometimes your best bet, especially if it was a very toxic person, no matter what they're texting you about, is to not answer. Yeah. So that they don't have access to you. Well, I have to also have to think, you have to think like what your intentions are. So doc, uh, Dr. Bradford says, it's important to be gentle with yourself and your feelings. So if a text brings up some stuff for you and then the day goes downhill after that, allow it to happen and then develop a plan for how you'll try to have a better day tomorrow. So, you know, if you see the ex text you and it makes you feel bad, maybe you just shouldn't shouldn't write back if you guys aren't on good terms or write back something kind of like not opening up the conversation would be my advice, you know, if, if it's making you feel bad. So you can maybe like, if they're just like, hey, how are you? Maybe like, if you don't want to be rude and ignore it, you can just be like, good, you know, great to hear from you. Thanks for checking in, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like, and not, and not, uh, and not ask a question back to not open up the conversation. And then if right. they write back after that, when you've clearly kind of closed it off, then you don't need to write back. Or alternatively, I feel like you could be like, honestly, it's a little painful to hear from you. And I would prefer if you don't contact me. Yeah. And she says, you know, if it does make you feel really bad you can consider blocking or muting their number um if you're extremely hurt over the way things ended uh dr bradford recommends cutting off all contact all contact to allow yourself to heal if you feel relatively comfortable being in touch you could always set their number to do not disturb on your phone so that if they text again their message won't like hit you entirely out of the blue that's good that's a good idea that i probably would not have thought of yeah so those are some those are some examples do you have any other things that you would recommend I mean, I think you kind of started to touch on like just managing your expectations before. And I think that that's a really good bit of advice. Like if they text you, hey, how are you? And you're like, oh, my God, this means that there's hope we're going to get back together. Like don't don't go to that place. Don't let yourself get like 10 steps ahead because they might be bored. They might have been seeing someone else and that person might have like it not, might have not worked out and then they need a confidence boost. So they're texting you. So like. Their intentions might not be totally pure, so all you can control is yourself. So just, yeah, manage your expectations. Yeah, that's great advice. All right, it's time to jump into our mailbox, but first let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Away Luggage. Away Luggage's approach is simple. They create special objects that are designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel today. They have so many different kinds of bags. I love them all. They have the one that, Angela, you have one that you can actually charge your phone from your suitcase. I do. It's with Ian right now. He took it to Iceland with him, and he actually lost his adapter for tra when you travel internationally, and so the away suitcase charging his phone was like a real lifesaver. Oh, my God. Really? I know. I know. I recently got my dad their everywhere bag in the black nylon. So my dad just got like a new job, still at the same company, but like a new job within the company. So I wanted to celebrate for him. And so I thought like, you know, what would make you feel better than having like a cool new briefcase type of travel bag because he travels a lot for his job. And so I got him a way bag and I'm really excited to give it to him. Oh, what a good daughter. I try. Nice. Um, so Away uses high quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. You choose from nine colors and four sizes. They have the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large for extended stays. I actually am able to fit a ton into my carry-on, which is amazing because I'm not a light packer. Um, the, the key design features are all suitcases are made with premium German polycarbonate 
unrivaled in strength and impact resistance and very lightweight. I can attest to that. Um, the interior features a patent pending compression system helpful for overpackers like myself. They have four 360 degree spinner wheels that guarantee a smooth ride if you're a klutz like me and TSA approved combination lock built into the top of the bag to prevent theft. Finally, there is a removable washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from the clean. Very cool. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash single and use our promo code single during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase. Visit awaytravel.com slash single and use promo code single at checkout. All right, Angela, what do we have in the mailbox this week? We have a listener that goes by Jay and Jay writes, first, I wanted to say how much I love your podcast. It has truly gotten me through some tough times. It's awesome, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Uh, she says, back- Comment on our iTunes. Yeah, please. Um, she says, backstory. This summer, my ex and I split. I'm 28 and she is 24. We're both bisexual. I am very out. She is only partially. We dated for a little over a year and ended things essentially because we wanted different things out of life. A huge factor to that is I want to get married and she can't bring herself to come out of the closet to her family slash doesn't know if she wants to get ever get married, period. We were off and on and the whole time she was seeing this guy, her now boyfriend, and lied to me about who he was, um, how often they had slept together and a bunch of other things after we had both agreed to be open and honest. It's been the hardest breakup I have ever been through. I lost most of my friends through this ordeal. But very recently, I started seeing this wonderful man. But the last few days, I have begun obsessing over my ex and her boyfriend again, and I'm still hurt. Uh, should I really pursue something with this new guy when I'm still thinking about my ex? Mm. Ugh. I mean, you really like this guy. I honestly think maybe I would give it a little bit more time. You said very recently you started seeing this guy, and he's really wonderful. Um, it sounds like things with the ex are just off the table. They're not going to work out. There's no reason to go back with your ex. You guys were in different places. You want different things. It sounds like the off and on was was kind of toxic. So I I actually think I would kind of see where things with this guy plays out and see if it will like kind of help you get over your ex because you're eventually just going to need to. And I think the only way is to like get back out there or give yourself time to heal. And if it like helps you heal by getting back out there and realizing that you can like find love again and you know crush as hard as you crushed on your ex but you know with this guy or with anybody else then I would kind of like stick with that um but like you know because you keep thinking about your ex I would just like keep them blocked on social media if they are and if they're not I would do it now keep them blocked you know try to make you know uh um, it's a bummer you lost so many friends that that's really hard which is why I think like, you know, hanging out with new people and this new guy, maybe like meeting some of his friends and starting to make new groups of friends, it will be productive. Yeah, I, I, um, I agree. I definitely don't think that you should take your feelings of like not getting over your ex as like a sign that you're meant to be together. It's definitely just like normal that you just went through this big thing and you would still feel resentment and hurt. I I kind of do wonder if maybe you shouldn't be in a serious relationship right now. Like I don't think you should be sitting home like focused on your past or anything but maybe you should just be dating casually and maybe just be honest with this guy about that like maybe say you're not ready to rush into anything that's serious yeah and just tell me how you're feeling say i really like you i had a really hard breakup so i'm still working on getting over it i want to see how things play out i just hope you'll be patient with me 
Yeah. And I agree on blocking the X on social. And definitely, I mean, like you, you can now maybe spend your time trying to make new friends. That will be a great activity for you to distract yourself with. Exactly. Um, we hope that's helpful. Let us know what happens. If any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny texts that you want to share or messages, email us at contact at thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. Please be very concise, paragraph or less. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. Okay, this week's reason is helping friends through a breakup. Yes, going through a breakup yourself is awful, but helping a friend through one requires an entirely different set of skills. It's hard to see your friend being sad and mopey. All you can do is kind of be there for them and like check in with them. When I've had a couple friends that have uh, broken up with people and they've been on the other other side of the coast, other coast, um, I just kind of send them texts like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Uh, you know, want to see how you're doing. What are you up to? You know, maybe like FaceTime with them if they're if they live nearby you, you try to do some girls nights. If if you have a boyfriend and they don't, you know, maybe skip skip a date night or two and like take your friend out and be there for your friend and just maybe be a little careful to like try to talk about things like not having to do with like how happy you are in your relationship just to be sensitive. You don't have to like play anything down. You can right. like don't you can, lie. Like, yeah, but... don't lie. You can like keep it real, but maybe talk about work or talk about like, you know, fun trips that you maybe want to do like with your friends or like, oh my God, we should like go check out this band or this festival or whatever. Um, I don't know. What else would you, how else have you been there for friends or what's been helpful for you during breakups? Well, something that we touched on earlier was the whole knowing when to give advice and when to listen thing. Like I have a friend going through a breakup right now and she said that like sometimes like when somebody comes at you with a lot of advice and that's not what you're looking for, it can like almost make you feel worse. I think I'm very guilty of giving advice because I always want to fix people and like help people and offer my advice. And that's something that I probably need to work on as a friend is when someone tells me something going that's going wrong with work or their relationship, I instantly just start thinking of like solutions or what I would do in their situation or how I can help. And sometimes I need to remind myself to simply just ask like, do you just want me to listen right now or do you want me to give advice? What would be helpful? And sometimes just simply asking your friend what they want from the conversation is helpful. Yeah. And I think because sometimes you do want advice and it reminds me a lot of like when you and I will give each other notes on like writing, we kind of have learned, we have like created a language for this of like, what kind of notes are you looking for? Exactly. So I think it's like same thing. Like you got to be like, what kind of notes are you looking for on your situation? Yes. I think that that's great advice. I also think if you happen to still be in touch with the person's ex, like don't give them like information that you think is going to hurt them or just like don't bring up, don't gossip about the ex because it's just going to like make the wound take longer to heal. Yeah. But you got to, I mean, I'm just going to be honest of what I would do. Like you got to side with your friend. So like if your friend has blocked their ex, but you're still friends with them on Instagram and they're like, let me see what they're up to. I would maybe be like, are you sure you want to see that? And if they say yes, like you hand over your phone. Oh, yeah. If they ask. <laughs> but I I mean, like you can't be like, oh, look what he's up to. No, never. You That's would never do insane. that. But no, you definitely like hand over your phone and do some spying and like have fun. Oh, definitely. But um, yeah. All right. On that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. Breakdown. 
So another great way to get a friend through a breakup is hosting a sappy but life-affirming movie night with your girls. Yes, I would do this so many times. Even when I like early on was like would get in a fight with Nick, I would go and do a sleepover at my girlfriend's house. There were three of them that lived together and we would watch movies. So fun. Yeah, it always cheers you up. So we're going to have – so Laura should be good at this game because she's had so many movie nights. So many. I didn't say so, so many. So many fights with Nick. Thanks. She's watched so many movies. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have her guess the breakup movie based on the quote in the game we call Moving, Moving on. on. Take it away. Uh, okay. Maybe the problem is that you broke my heart into a million pieces and so my cock doesn't want to be around you anymore, okay? Ever. Because you know that I just realized you're the goddamn devil. I, this does not sound familiar at all. Can I get a hint? Um... The character is played by Jason Siegel. It's a breakup movie where they go uh, to a oh. tropical destination. Uh, is it the one with like couples or like, or no, it's it's that famous one, but I, um, it, her name is in the title and I can't remember. So I will, ex- no, no, no. I accept that as an answer. Her really? name is in the title. It's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Forgetting. Yes, yes, yes. No, you, I didn't you get knew that. It. <laughs> Don't be that nice to me. All right. All right. What's next? Um, Next one. Mom, can we stop by the library? I want to read Nikki's entire high school syllabus. I need a hint. Um, this was an Academy Award winning breakup movie. Um, the character is stalking his ex-wife and that's why he wants to read her whole... She's a teacher and he wants to read her syllabus because he thinks she'll get back with him. It won an Academy Award? It did. Well, it was nominated actually. I don't remember if it won. But Bradley Cooper's in it? And Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, 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 oh. Um, um, oh, my God. My brain is freezing today because I, I can, like, pick the, that stupid movie where they were dancing. Yes. <laughs> Silver Lining's Playbook. Silver I like Lining's Playbook. You're getting them all right, but you're giving alternative titles. <laughs> uh, that's a whole other game in and of itself. Okay. I'm just probably going to do that because I'm really bad at remembering titles, but I can, like, know what movie it is. I feel – all right. I feel like – People are probably cringing out there because they're, like, they – it's these are so obvious hints, and then I still – this is just how my brain – I would be on Jeopardy and I'd be like, what's that thing, the bird that talks? Parrot? Yeah, parrot. Yeah, yeah, that red bird with the beak. That's acceptable, right, Alex? <laughs> um, you, you said it in the form of a question, so it's fine. Uh, okay, I feel like you're going to get this one. Uh, ladies, you have to be strong and independent and remember, don't get mad. Get everything. First Wives Club. Yes. That's one of my favorite movies. Said by Ivana Trump. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh Talking God. about her divorce Don't from Donald. Mad. Get everything. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny that she said that. Yep. Uh, okay, next one. If I'm going to be a partner in a law firm by the time I'm 30, I'm going to need a boyfriend who's not such a bonehead. Legally blonde. Yes. See, you're, you're nailing it. Oh, my God. Okay. How many more? Um, we have two more. Okay. And I know you've seen this next one. Okay. And here's to the fools who dream, crazy as they may seem. La La Land. Yep. Such a sad breakup ending. Yeah. I hate that. Um, all right. Final one. You waltzing in here on my lovely Christmas holiday and telling me you don't the want holiday. to lose me. Yes. The holiday. Yay. Oh, my God. I did better than I thought. Yeah, you came in strong at the end. Uh, guys, we hope we cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Yep. And get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, you can check out our podcast page on thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. We are also on social, so you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Your Single Show. Please like and subscribe on iTunes. And thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.